Okay, so welcome. This is our very first podcast for William Boma Army Medical Center. COVID-19 has brought us to uh, change the way we portray our equal opportunity observances. And so we're taking the first podcast ever to talk about uh, Pride Month and LGBT um, issues and topics. So with us today, we have Sergeant First Class Douglas, who is our EO representative for the hospital. Uh, we also have Staff Sergeant McGrew, who is works in our nutrition department, and he's an avid podcaster. <laughs> and we also have Private First Class Kaji Wada, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is, he has several ideas and experiences as an LGBT member. And he'd like to share that with us today. He is our special guest. So uh, I'm going to turn it on over to uh, Sergeant First Class Douglas to give us a few talking points about Pride Month and LGBT. Hi. Um, so my name is Sergeant First Class Douglas. Again, I'm the Equal Opportunity Advisor for William Beaumont Army Medical Center. And so today's podcast is about LGBT Pride Month. So lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, Pride Month. Um, This month is to bring awareness of the struggles and to celebrate uh, the LGBT community. Um, It was first started in uh, June 1969 when uh, they had some Stonewall riots in New York City. So what happened was at the Stonewall Inn in New York, that was a refuge and a kind of sort of a a safe haven for um, lesbian, gay, bisexuals to go to and and hang out. But at that time in a community, it wasn't quite accepted. Um, The lifestyle wasn't really accepted. So that day, the riots were staged because police came in and out throughout the years and pretty much persecuted, uh, made fun of, arrested uh, people of this community based on their lifestyle. So the riots were um, staged and since 1969, every June, we celebrate lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender Pride Month. Do you wanna introduce the other two personnel as well as why you wanted to bring them on this podcast? I have the pleasure of introducing uh, Staff Sergeant McGrew. Um, He is an equal opportunity leader here at William Beaumont. Uh, He brings in a different perspective uh, um, into awareness of why we do Pride Month. Now we have PFC Kajiwada. Um, He is a soldier who identifies um, within a lesbian, gay, bisexual group. And he's here to really bring some of his experiences within the military thus far. He has some very creative ideas that I think we as a community should listen to. And I'm very glad he's here with us. Sergeant McGrew, do you wanna go ahead and, and introduce yourself and maybe give a, give a few things that you wanna share? Of course. Uh, Good afternoon. My name is Staff Sergeant Marcus McGrew. I work uh, in the Nutrition Care Department as the NCOIC, and I recently met PFC Kajiwada uh, about a month ago, a little bit over a month ago. 
uh, he had this bright idea that he wanted to, I guess, kind of merge uh, the community along with the army. And from there, from for one, build a base, and then from there, actually make it a Department of Defense uh, initiative, which I think is great. Um, and it kind of falls along the lines of, of uh, the BOSS program, which is better opportunity for so uh, single soldiers. Um, so basically, just creating a space uh, for people that identify uh, or are within the LGBT community um, to let them know that, you know what, the social and the uh, cultural barriers that we once faced are really no longer there anymore. Uh, so instead of having the blurred lines to have clear defined um, ways or areas that they that they have available for them um, as an outlet to just make friends, uh, express themselves um, without any type of repercussions or reprisal um, from anybody, whether it be within the Army community or in the civilian sector. Uh, with Sun City Pride is where we do a little volunteer work as well. Um, so we kind of, kind of, we're trying to break down again, like I said, the barriers uh, that were once there that are still somewhat subtly there, um, but just to to kind of completely break that down and have it to where we're, we're showing people that, that it is it is safe and it is definitely um, your right to express yourself how you want to be and, and who you want to be. So Private First Class uh, Kajiwada, we've had uh, Sergeant McGrew, Sergeant Douglas really say some good things about you. So you want to go ahead and take it from here? Yeah, uh, so my name is uh, Private First Class Kajiwada. Um, I, I joined the military uh, in 2018, so I'm still fairly new. Uh, being uh, part of the LGBT, uh, I guess, LGBT community in the military, I do have like a different perspective than majority of the people. Um, you know, joining, before joining the military as a civilian, the military in itself and the army in itself kind of has its own like stereotypes or connotations when it comes to attitudes and views towards the LGBT community. Um, so, you know, definitely it was, my, it's my own personal experience, so, you know, I can't really speak for everybody else who is LGBT in the military, but, you know, for me, you know, I was definitely scared going in. Uh, I didn't know how people were going to react, and I didn't know how they were going to, you know, whether they're going to accept me or reject me just because of my sexual orientation. Um, you know, once I got in, I learned that the my sexual orientation or race or anything like that doesn't necessarily matter. It's the uniform that we wear. You know, I've met so many supportive people and it was kind of eye-opening, you know. And I think it really changed my perspective on how I view the military uh, and their views towards the LGBT. But at the same time, you know, uh, as Sergeant McGrew mentioned, like I still, other there might be other people in the LGBT community who are military members who might face these fears or face, you know, somewhat some discrimination, we don't know, but, um, you know, building a DOD backed program that tells, you know, all these uh, LGBT members who are, um, or tells them that you are accepted for who you are, I think is a great initiative, um, you know, giving them uh, an area of support and information if they need because, um, you know, I know when I first came in, I was trying my hardest to stay in the closet. Um, and it's very hard, especially mm -hmm. when you're out already and then having to go back into the closet, kind of hiding who you are and who you've been uh, just to kind of fit into a mold. Um, so that way, if we're able to create a place 
you know, they can just come out of the closet again, I guess, uh, and just kind of be who they are. So I'm hoping that once this kind of kicks off the ground, it'll be a DOD wide thing and uh, people are able to find support there. So when you say a, a DOD uh, wide thing initiative, um, yeah. you're trying to start that here at Fort Bliss, right? Correct. Uh, so right now, um, right now, uh, I'm working with the Sun City Pride just to kind of get an idea of how they work and their how their organization works so that I can kind of bring in a basis for the military uh, and to show them like, hey, this does work, you know, and this these will support our soldiers. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the process that I'm currently working with right now, uh, along with Sergeant McGrew. He's been helping me a lot with this project. So where are you now with your project? Um, where What have you gotten to and where do you think you need to do to further on your project? Uh, for right now, um, it's mainly, we're still just kind of working with Sun City Pride to build an establishment kind of here on post um, and then figure out their activities and things like that. Uh, what I'm trying to do is kind of make it its own separate thing army-wide uh, and like Sergeant McGrew said something similar to the boss program where people can go to and uh, you know they can socialize and they can just kind of seek support or guidance or anything like that within the army so that's what I'm hoping for in the future. So um, Sergeant Douglas when a LGBT member feels discriminated um, they usually come, they can come to an EO and make an, a, a complaint, just like anybody would make a complaint about gender or race, correct? Yes. Um, so Army Regulation 600-20, uh, Chapter 6, covers equal opportunity. And in that coverage, sexual orientation is one of the six bases of discrimination. So uh, soldiers can come in um, if they feel discriminated against. Um, sex and gender identity is also covered uh, as part of the six basis of discrimination. And the recent Supreme Court win for the LGBT community kind of lines up with that. This this has been in place with the Army before the Supreme Court win, correct? Yes. Um, I believe it was President Clinton that brought to make sure sexual orientation was included um, within the workforce. And then in 2015, it was actually input into the military equal opportunity um, program. So the Supreme Court pretty much just said, employers, you cannot discriminate against employees based on their sexual orientation, how they, um, what's their preference? Uh, You you just cannot. people will have the right to choose and also to be respected and to come into an environment where they're, they can work without harassment. They can work without anyone looking over their shoulder. Um, and that's what the Supreme Court really just stamped in place for us. How does that make you feel, Private First Class Kajiwada, knowing that the Army had these things in place already? and also the Supreme Court rule for the LGBTQ community in the United States? I think it's a big relief, at least for me, you know, uh, to know that 
our government is now kind of fully on our side saying, hey, like, no matter what, we will support you. Uh, and, you know, we see we, we, we want to treat you as a normal human being, you know, uh, you know, before even before these things happened, you know, where like before gay marriage was accepted and like don't ask, don't tell was repealed and things like that, like growing up gay, you definitely felt like a second class citizen. You know, there were things not available to you just because of your orientation. But now with especially the don't ask, don't tell being repealed, the gay marriage being allowed, and now this where you are protected under the law, it you're now a full, I guess, human being in, in the government. <laughs> right. So Sergeant McGrew, what do you have to say about that? So with the whole Supreme Court actually uh, passing this and making it official, I think it's great for one, because just like with anything, um, what I've, ex I've experienced to where there are policies that, that were put in place in the military, um, and it sounds like a great idea as far as putting that policy out, but then once it's, once it's out, uh, we have the tendency to become stagnant on a lot of things or complacent rather. So with this, this is actually showing the, the LGBT community that, hey, we're actually listening to what's going on. You are accepted, and this is what we're going to do to actually show you that you're accepted. Um, and again, like he said, so now they, they, should, they should really feel like the government is behind them, um, and everybody that works with the government or even in the civilian sector should, should look at that and say, hey, we're doing the right thing, we're moving forward, especially now with, with everything that's going on in the world, uh, and not to get into specifics of that, but in my opinion, I think this is great, uh, especially moving forward for everybody. So um, I'm glad that you you gave your opinion on that. Um, many people listening to this podcast may not be uh, forward thinking as such as that. And um, I think, in my personal opinion, it's all about the it's all about the bottom line, which is just respect, just respecting another person as a human being who is living their life and. Just like we um, are allowed to live any life in the United States because of the freedoms that we have, everyone who is a citizen of this country should, regardless of their uh, color of their skin, their gender identity, or their sexual orientation, sh uh, they should just have the respect of living their lifestyle. Um, so, um, Sergeant Douglas, um, how... Can you tell us where the Army stands with LGBT uh, Pride Month and why it's so important to bring to the public, to our audiences, uh, our military uh, audiences here at Beaumont? So you're a soldier and you're a human being and we all have rights. The Army, as it stands with LGBT, we support anyone regardless of their preference. Um, you can come in and express who you are um, with the repeal of don't ask, don't tell. With the conversation that we had previously, I do want to say that the Army has come a very, very long way. The military has come a very long way. Um, recently, I read a book. Um, it's Coming Under Fire. And it highlighted LGBT soldiers or LGBT military members within, you know, the military uh, during World War II. And during that time, it was definitely not acceptable within our services to identify as gay. 
until many service members had to hide who they were. They were subjected to different tests um, just to show, hey, I'm not gay. And these were egregious tests, okay, like gag reflexes, things like that. It was very mm -hmm. egregious. And so um, since then, we've had the don't ask, don't tell policy in place. But you know what that did was telling you, okay, you can serve in our military, you can wear the uniform, but yet you have to stay closeted. That's no freedom to anyone. You're still in a box. And we've moved from that to the repeal of don't ask, don't tell, the inclusion of sexual orientation, uh, the inclusion of uh, same-sex marriages within the military, the inclusion of transgenders within the military. So we've come to accept, look, it doesn't matter what preference you are. We're still going to treat you with dignity and respect. On the battlefield, your sexual orientation does not matter. Okay, and readiness is, is not impacted because you identify as such. So we stand uh, as a military with our uh, LGBT service members, our LGBT civilians, um, and there's a work in our community. Well, I think that's a really good point to end our podcast. Um, to sum it all up, it's all about uh, respect and dignity for, for anyone who's willing to serve. So any last thoughts, gentlemen, ma'am? Um, I would just say that, yes, we've come a long way and we have more, we have more to go. And we have service members such as uh, PFC Kagiwada have, that have very good initiatives going forward. It's service members like him who has stood up because it's not always have been that way. It's been where you identify as and you were discharged. You didn't get any benefits. And now those service members has fought for future generations and have come forth. And a lot of the bans that we have on discrimination is because they stood up. So soldiers like PRC Kagiwaya, we wanna embrace and accept who they are and go forward and accept this diverse community because they are the future and they are gonna bring uh, betterment for um, to our future generations. Gentlemen, any last comments? Well, for me, uh, I think that this is something that it's, it should have been, mm -hmm. some, it should have never been an issue for one, but everybody's human. Um, so we're, we're all entitled to our own mistakes. But to me, when it comes to soldiers, regardless of what rank they are facing these issues, the most important thing is that we as leadership support them uh, regardless, because at the end of the day, we always go back to dignity and respect. And I preach this throughout every day of my, my uh, interactions with anybody, regardless if they're my soldier or the civilians that work for me. Um, so I think that the more and more that we continue to be proactive with this, the better that we will, we will continue to make this Department of Defense. I think I just want to say, I think I just want to say, you know, like, there is a support system out there for everybody, you know. Uh, so even though right right now this uh, initiative is still in the process, like mm -hmm. there are still people in each unit, each chain of command who will support you. So even if they're, you know, afraid of coming out, 
but they want to be able to live their best life, there are there's going to be people in the military who don't care about your sexual orientation or anything like that. As long as we're, we're all wearing the same color, you know, and we all bleed the same color. So I think, you know, the army definitely now is more of a safe space than it was before. Awesome. Well, thank you uh, for joining this first podcast for William Beaumont Army Medical Center. Hopefully we have more in the future. Uh, and Sergeant Douglas, thank you for bringing forward this very important topic for our audiences. Uh, and with that, I bid you all bye. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs>